Hey everybody, welcome back to Pocket Counselor. This is your host, Mike Robb. Happy to have you back. Show producer Annabelle the Cat is sitting right next to me. She's very excited about today's episode. So today I want to continue kind of our series of uh, brief kind of tutorials about the different diagnoses and the different mental illnesses that one sees. Just for the record, I've kind of been going over the more common diagnoses. And, you know, as we go on, I might actually branch out and do some of the less frequent, uh, less frequently diagnosed mental illnesses. We'll see, um, you know, see what the feedback is. So, because uh, there's some really interesting ones out there that, to be honest, uh, you never, ever see. So, today I want to talk to you a little bit about bipolar disorder. So, a fun fact about bipolar disorder is there's actually two types of bipolar disorder. So, they are aptly named Bipolar 1 Disorder and Bipolar 2 Disorder. And they're literally just different categories. They aren't, um, you know, there's some severity differences, but both can be equally devastating. Uh, so, let's break them down. Bipolar 1 disorder is such that you have to meet criteria for a manic episode. So the manic episode might be uh, preceded or followed by a hypomanic or a depressive episode. And again, the depressive episode has to reach the criteria of a major depressive episode. But the manic episode is what, um, for our purposes here, um, are the main difference between bipolar one and bipolar two. Bipolar two, you have a hypomanic episode, which I'll get into in a little bit, uh, but you don't have an actual manic episode in bipolar two. But bipolar one, you do have a manic episode. So what is a manic episode, you might ask? So it's a distinct period, and I'm reading here directly from the DSM. I don't just naturally talk this way, I hope. So it's a distinct period of abnormally and persistently elevated, expansive, or irritable mood, and abnormally and persistently increased goal-directed activity or energy lasting at least one week and present most of the day, pretty much every day. And it can be any amount of time if hospitalization is necessary. So during the period of mood disturbance and increased energy or activity, three or four of the following things have to be present. And also, and this is important, they have to represent a very noticeable change from usual behavior. 
so inflated self-esteem or grandiosity. Uh, you might see this in the person as uh, feeling as though they are friends with celebrities, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's not just I have healthy self-esteem today and that's good. It's, it's much more. It's the grandiosity. Um, a decreased need for sleep. For example, the person feels rested after only three hours of sleep. Um, in my previous work in hospitals, it would not be out of the ordinary to see someone sleep for an hour and then be up for 18 hours, 20 hours. Um, more talkative than usual or a pressured speech, flight of ideas, um, or subjective experience that the person's thoughts are racing, distractibility, uh, increase in goal-directed behavior, like we said before, and that could be socially, at work or school, sexually, a uh, lot of psychomotor agitation, so very restless, pacing, things like that. Uh, excessive involvement in activities that have a high potential for painful consequences. So this could definitely be uh, buying way too much, maxing out all the credit cards, having affairs um, or sexual encounters with many people or unwise encounters, different business investments, you name it. I think you kind of get the idea there. And the important thing to keep in mind here is that the mood disturbance is sufficiently severe to cause marked impairment in social or occupational functioning. So they might need hospitalization to prevent them from harming themselves or others. Um, and, you know, we're kind of looking at the clinical picture of maybe someone who isn't home with their family, they're out spending money or gambling, doing those risky behaviors. They might have, and I'm using air quotes here, a great business idea that they're trying to pursue, uh, something like that. That's sort of what we'd be looking at. Now, with bipolar 2 disorder, you have to have the criteria met of at least one hypomanic episode and at least one major depressive episode. There can't have been a manic episode and the hypomanic episode isn't explained through a different illness. And, um, you know, again, the hypomanic episode and the depression have to cause... Um, a clinically significant amount of distress and impairment for that person. So bipolar 2, the biggest thing that's different is the hypomanic episode versus a manic episode. There can't ever have been a manic episode, not just currently, but never ever. So uh, the hypomanic episode, what is that? So it's Basically, a, a kind of simplified version of thinking about it is it's a less severe manic episode. 
So you're still abnormally and persistently elevated, expansive, or irritable for a distinct period of time. And, you know, it's a change in functioning and the disturbance in mood and change in functioning are observable by others. And if you see this, if you look on YouTube, that kind of thing, it's not just someone who had an extra cup of coffee one day and they're a little bit more jubilant than usual. It's it's pretty noticeable with both hypomania and mania. Um, and then, again, you need three of the above symptoms, like the talkative part, the pressure, keep talking, need for sleep, um, that kind of thing. So you need fewer of those symptoms as well. And with the hypomania, it's not attributed, attributed to any physiological effects of drug abuse, drugs of abuse. So that's the difference between bipolar one and bipolar two. And, you know, eventually maybe we'll get into some of the more common treatments, but I'm not a doctor and don't play one on TV. So I try not to get into that too much, but medication and therapy are generally pretty effective for this. Okay, so that's bipolar disorders, and we'll see you next time here on Pocket Counselor. Have a good week, and we'll continue this next time. Take care.